This is the I Read Comic Books Podcast. I am your host, Mike Rappin. With me this week, one of our fantastic regulars, Tia Vasilio. Hello. And a very special guest, comic book creator, comic book extraordinaire, Chip Mosier. Hello. Chip, how are you doing? I mean, welcome to the show. I guess before we get into things, I got to know, who who are you? What are you doing here, my friend? Who am I and why am I here? Um, <laughs> I, I'm just a guy, just a guy like, you know, like a fish swimming through the sea of life, trying to do the best he can. Um, okay. No, I, um, I am the co-creator of uh, the kickstarter phenom comic book which is still ongoing uh called blacking out that i uh me and uh, peter kraus put together and uh it's uh it's got uh 10 days left on kickstarter as of today and uh we've raised uh we're a couple of hundred bucks away from 32 grand that's fantastic. We're, I'm, I'm very excited to talk to you about this book because I, you've been you've been feeding me little bits and pieces about this for I want to say since New York City Comic Con. I think we talked about this. Uh, at least that was the first time I heard inklings of it. Um, and so I'm really excited to see that you guys got the Kickstarter off the ground and that it's doing so well. Uh, the one thing I got to know is how did this whole thing come together? It's I've obviously been in the works for a little bit of time. Yeah, I. Um... You know, it's a it's a story that I had in my back pocket uh, for a while, and uh, and frankly was going to be uh, my next uh, my next project uh, after Left on Mission, which is a comic book I did with Francesco Francavilla, my first comic book uh, back uh, over ten years ago, uh, 13, <laughs> 14 years ago, and uh, and I just got sucked into. Uh, sucked into uh, the comic book world on the business side, doing uh, marketing and PR uh, first at boom studios and then, uh, and then moving on to comiXology. And so, uh, so that just put a, uh, put a pause on my uh, creative career. Mm -hmm. I'm also like the slowest damn writer ever. And I, and so I realized pretty quickly once I got left on mission, off the ground that that because i i'm not a fast writer and and i just wasn't going to have i I just wasn't going to be able to make writing and comics the career that i thought i could have or wanted to have and uh and marketing and pr was like you know like falling off a log uh (laughs) and uh and so and it's not for a lot of people and uh and so uh so I was like, oh, well, I could excel in this and not in this. And so uh, anyway, um, you know, uh, about four years ago, I decided to to dust blacking out off. And, you know, Pete, Peter Krauss and I had remained friends, you know, since we first met when he did Irredeemable at uh, Boom Studios. And uh, and he and I talked about it. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, once Pete agreed to, to do the book with me, we're off to the races, the very slow races. So, sure. uh, so it, you know, you know, I've been working on this, you know, during, uh, during my day job. So, you know, Pete drew it and then, you know, got Julia Brusco to color it. And then, uh, actually no, Ed Dukeshire did the letters before Julia was on board and then, uh, and then Julia did it, and then I had Tom Muller. But my 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 whole thing, since I don't do a lot, my whole concept was I just wanted this book to be, you know, to be the uh, exactly what I wanted it to be without any compromises. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and so, and I didn't really have a deadline and I had the, uh, luxury of, you know, having enough, uh, having enough savings that I could, you know, I could get it done over several years and out of my own pocket and, and put it together. And, uh, and so here we are and, uh, and it's super, super exciting that people seem to be responding to it. I don't think I realized that you got into comics with the intention of being a writer because you're just you know you're just kind of this bombastic PR guy and you always have these great <laughs> ideas like, like your PR stuff is so cool I don't know I, I I guess I never knew that that it that you started out thinking of being a writer uh because I don't yeah I I learned well, something new about you today Chip <laughs> yeah well I, I I you know it depends on like what what uh what era of my comics career you're talking about, you know, um, uh, I, you know, I've been, I've been in and out of the business since I was a teenager working in comic stores in the eighties. So, uh, so, you know, I, 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 you know, I always wanted to, to, to try my hand at writing comics and, and, and I'd worked at a comic shop when I was a kid. And then I worked in, I worked at capital city distribution for a little bit, uh, over a summer, so I've worked in digital and physical distribution, uh, which is funny. Uh, and uh, and then I, you know, back uh, throughout the '90s, I was uh, involved with uh, Adhesive Comics, uh, which you know, uh, Shannon Wheeler, Too Much Coffee Man, helping them out and, and dabbling on writing stuff. And then I got sucked into doing movie stuff with Oni. And then I, you know, after that ended in 2005 i uh i i was like okay i'm gonna finally focus and 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 you know and 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 really you know make my dream come true of being a a writer and then you know i wrote left on mission and and it came out and then i was like oh my god i'm so slow so yeah so that that's that's you know it's you know, I, I've always done like sales and marketing and PR, like even when, you know, sort of unofficially, you know, when I was hanging out with the adhesive comics guys, I was writing press releases for, for too much coffee, man. And, you know, Shannon, Shannon Wheeler and I would come up with crazy stuff uh, to do. And, and so, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like the, you know, I, that's another problem is that I have, a, you know, my ADD, you know, I have too many. <laughs> different interests but yeah yeah so at one point you know at one point i i did i did focus a lot on writing and uh and you know it just didn't 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 click do you ever when you are writing do you feel like you have to turn off the marketing part of your brain and not think about like how's this gonna do what are people gonna think how am i gonna market this and just like focus on getting your idea on paper yeah yeah completely yeah it, like uh yeah yeah i mean that it, it, it that's been uh you know uh one of one of the harder things is is you know with when you're when you're doing uh pr you know for for any kind of uh any kind of pr you're always thinking about you know how do you get the story out of of whatever product or or thing that you're promoting and then and then it's all, and then you're like, okay, so I have the story, but I also need to anticipate like, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen, 
you know, and, uh, <laughs> and, and so then you're prepared, you know, you're prepared for, for every eventuality. And so when you sit down and writing, it's, you know, it's more tapping into, you know, that creative side of your brain. I, 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 I have like, you know, my wife could tell you all, like, I don't know my left side from my right side. I'm really bad with that. So I, I always forget what part of the brain is the creative part and what part is the, uh, is the analytical, but like getting out of that analytical side, uh, you know, and writing takes, takes some effort. Well, having, having, you know, read through this book, I mean, we were lucky enough to, to get a little bit of an advanced peak. Um, the writing is, is, is very solid chip. So you did a good job, man. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I'm glad, glad you're, I just, we just got a review. Someone reviewed it and, and said it was brilliant. And I was wow, like, Oh, that's yeah. so nice. Well, That's I mean, there's so the, nice. there's a bunch. Of, I mean, you've got a bunch of callouts from folks on on the Kickstarter, like which should be enough to sell it. And obviously, I think it's it's worked. I mean, you guys have raised quite a bit of money. Um, but yeah, I mean, from beginning to end, this book is is very solid, man. And I, I I'm really curious to know what made you decide on like the the length. I mean, you said it's 56 pages. You were aiming for like the Franco Belgian kind of like European bond dessiné sized um, comic in terms of like 48 pages. You guys decided on that instead of doing like 100. 28 or something which i feel like is the normal kind of u.s ogn um what decided you to keep it to like a tight 56 pages well a i wanted to get it done <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> that's understandable you know uh um uh b uh yeah you know, i i mean i really i really you know uh i i've ha- i've had a uh comics has been, has been good to me uh, and so I, I, uh, I really, um, I really wanted to, to do something. I, I always envisioned like completing the book and then kickstarting it. Uh, okay. but I wanted to complete the book. And so, uh, so part of the, part of, part of like the, the 56 page, it was supposed to be 48 pages. I, I tried to do the, the, the really uh, uh, straight down the middle Franco-Belgian uh, format, but mm-hmm. p- part of that was it was it's you know it was financially doable to to get that done, and and uh, and I really I, I had a vision for the book. I love the Franco-Belgian, the oversized European hardcover. Yeah. Um, I think that's gr- I, I think it's great. It's it's the widescreen st- storytelling that you can do. Uh, really works fantastically, uh, and uh, and I thought it it would work perfectly for this uh, project. And and I and I like, you know, I I don't think a lot of people read Left on Mission, but for the two or three people that did, you know, I like stories with a very definitive beginning, middle, and end. I don't mm-hmm. really, I'm not like the kind of guys like, oh, here's the sequel. I I don't, you know, I have like no. You know, when when I finished Left on Mission, I remember I'd be at shows and the one or two fans that that I had would come up and say, "What's next? What happens next?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, there's revenge. There's no next. This is it. You know, <laughs> yeah, this, this is it." Uh, so uh, so you know, it really appealed to me in that in that way. And I really, I'm a big uh, design nerd, and I really. I knew that I wanted Tom Muller to design the package. And, and so once Pete decided to do the book, I, I pulled Tom in. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, you know, Tom, Tom designed it, designed the book uh, over, uh, over, 
uh, last year, I think, when he was when he was doing the the X Men stuff, designed the case cover and some of the interior pages. Gotcha. Uh, but uh, but yeah, and and so and and also I was really inspired by the uh, Franco Belgian uh, approach to comic book making. I was talking to an artist in 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 France, and I, obviously I've been been sort of blessed in my career where, I, you know, I, I've gone to Angoulême every year except once since like the last since 2013 and so uh so i was talking to an artist over there and and i was like so how does it work and and they're like well you know i signed a contract and i have six months to turn in the first page and then i have six months to turn in the last page and i'm like so you have six months to draw 48 pages and and they're like, yeah. And I was like, wow, it blew my mind. So, you know, <laughs> you you pick up most bond and uh or BD, as they call it over there. Uh you, you know, the there's the there's a lot of backgrounds, you know, and, and there's a lot of stuff that in American comics, you know, the you know, there's just not enough time. You know, if you're an artist mm-hmm. in America and you're making comics, you know, you really want to try to have do a page a day. You want to be a page a day artist and you know and and knock it out and uh and and so you know i I think i think people know french comics as as like having uh having amazing art and you know it has amazing art for a reason because these artists have a lot more time and so when i uh when i talked to pete about it i was like hey pete so you know you know everyone's like what's the deadline i'm like the deadline is whatever deadline that gives me your best work and so I, I, you know, I think working with, with different people, it wouldn't have worked, but, you know, I, I worked with people that have been doing comics professionally for, for years. Uh, and so, you know, so that, that worked to my advantage, you know, like, like Ed Dukeshire, the lettering on the book is, is, is phenomenal. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so, uh, you know, Ed bangs out books in like two or three days. You know, sometimes he has to bang out a book in a weekend, uh, 22 pages. And so Yikes. I think he, you know, I think he, he hand drew with the mouse. He hand drew every word balloon. There's not, no two word balloons that are the same. And usually people, you know, letters are putting their word balloon and making it bigger in Illustrator and putting the tails on it and, and moving on. And yeah. Ed really spent a lot of time and he does crazy stuff with word emphasis that I love. Uh, you know, changing the font, changing the size of like one word in the balloon. And, uh, and so, you know, I was like, Ed, what, what do you need to do to do your best work? So I think Ed did, you know, I think it took Ed, like he was working on it between jobs off and on for three or four months. And, uh, and Julia, same thing, you know, she was like, what's the deadline? I'm like, the deadline is your best stuff. And so Julia mm-hmm. worked on it, you know, in between and, and, uh, and so, yeah, I just, you know, I just really, you know, as a person that like, this is the second comic book that I've put out in 10 years, over 10 years, you know, I just wanted, I wanted it to be what I wanted it to be. And I wanted it to be the best it could be. And so there you go. I think that yeah, def- definitely comes through in the stretch goals too. You've got so many really luxe uh, things planned for the, the physical book and uh is that is that also kind of coming from the same place of just wanting to have the best work and and take your time and or you know thinking about like the 
the object itself on your on your bookshelf i i noticed that you're going to have it be the kind of big more album size rather than a a more standard graphic novel size and the you know the ribbon which i was very excited about and like yeah. you know gilded edges and things like that oh yeah that's a it's a monster book like yeah. <laughs> the photos on the kickstarter i'm just like I I love the size of this book, but I'm also wondering where am I going to put this on my bookshelf? You know, coffee table, oh, yeah. put it out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh yeah, I mean, I I it was funny because you know obviously I love crime stuff, so you know I, the the I was I was on a I was on a video podcast and and I was holding up the the case cover proof that I had. And the only other comic I had near me was Bad Weekend, and so so I was like, oh, oh we- just so you could see like. How big it is and so i so i ended up putting that picture on the bottom of the main kickstarter page so people could see like how much bigger and bad weekend's uh, big bad mm-hmm. week now bad weekend's regular comic size you know? is it no yeah I... no it's regular comic size i mean it might be a little hair bigger because it's a hardcover but it's you know it definitely is a little taller on my bookshelf Either way, it, it, it's still much smaller than, no, than that's Blackout true. is going it's to be. True. Yeah. <laughs> but it really does make a book stand out on your bookshelf when it's, you know, it's like a little bit taller, more dignified, mm-hmm. lording over the other comic books on your shelf. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you actually, I realize we haven't really talked about like the story much. And I, I was really interested in the video that you have on your Kickstarter where you talk about your inspiration for it and and sure. how LA kind of inspired you. Uh, yeah, so yeah. yeah, maybe say a few words about what the story is about. Yeah, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm super uncomfortable about talking about uh, the story because uh, I'll <laughs> talk about the, I'll talk about the business stuff all day, but like <laughs> like like I continually do that, you know. So I mean I mean it's a. It's about uh, so blacking out is about a drunk ex cop looking for redemption, and uh, as as his town and trying to solve a murder, as his town is slowly being enveloped by uh, by fire, yeah. and uh, and so um, yeah, just you know, the books really, you know, the back of the book. Uh, you know the copy it really i think describes the story uh it's uh it's bad people doing bad things i mean there's just really like all the all the characters are pieces of shit i mean they're every single person is mm-hmm. just is just you know and and uh, and i love that i love writing i love writing uh irredeemable horrible people and they're all you know they're all horrible you know conrad the main character is horrible uh, the the woman that picks him up at a bar, Anita, she's horrible. You know, they're all horrible people just trying to do their best in the world. <laughs> right. right. Same. And meanwhile, the world's on fire around them. Like, is this hell? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, you know. Uh, maybe, you know, if you're looking at it metaphorically. I think uh, LA's on fire right now, isn't it? Uh, there's, always, there's always something. But yeah, no, I moved to LA from Texas and and uh, and and one of the things that, that that happened out here that never happened in Texas. You know, the fire, there was always the fire season. And, uh, right. And, uh, and so one day, uh, uh, there was a big, uh, fire, uh, off the side of the, uh, five freeway. And so I just grabbed my camera and, and drove up there and you can see those pictures, uh, in the Kickstarter video. 
And because mm-hmm. I mean, it was right. They if they didn't close the freeway, and maybe I'm dumb for doing it, but I just wanted to go up there because because it's funny. Like last year when there were uh, fires uh, off the 405, um, we just had the most beautiful sunsets. I mean, the sunsets were beautiful because there's all this crap in the air, you know right. that uh, <laughs> that uh, that that make the quality of the light different, and uh, and it's really kind of beautiful uh, in a in a really you know, weird sort of way. And so, you know, we, uh, you think about LA and Southern California and crime and you think of water and Chinatown and, and, uh, and so I'd never really read any crime stories that happened with the fire. And so blacking out takes place in, uh, in sort of a commuter town outside of LA called Edendale. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and this, this raging fire, uh, is uh, encapsulating, and the the murder uh, the murder that Conrad's trying to solve, uh, you know, happened during the fire season uh, mm-hmm. the year before, as the fire went out and they found the body of this uh, burned body of a teenage girl, and and her dad, who's a uh, who's a piece of shit, has been fingered for the the murder, and so he's trying to figure out who really did it, and he's he was hired by the lawyer of the of the father to 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 find the truth out and it, and it goes, it goes, uh, you know, it goes from there. <laughs> yeah, it definitely goes from there. <laughs> I was going to, I wasn't sure how deep you were going into no, it. Cause yeah. I was just, it's just, having it's, just read it, I was like, uh, you know, reread it. I should say, I was just like, whoa, 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 chip, slow it down. <laughs> it's just the most, it's the most uplifting, you know, you just come away with it. Just happy and uplifted. So, <laughs> you know. Happy that you're not them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, uh, it, 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 it's such a short story, you know, it's such a contained story. The, the one thing that I like about the Bond SNA format is that that I've heard from a lot of people that have read it, uh, read the PDF review copy that we've sent out is that they they, uh, you know, it's like, wow, that didn't feel like. 56 pages worth of story that felt a lot longer. And I think, yeah, I think, you know, Pete gave it with the art and, and Pete, you know, really did all the heavy lifting here uh, on the storytelling and the, and the character designs and everything. I mean, this book wouldn't exist without him. And so, uh, so yeah, I mean, it just, it, it just looks, uh, looks amazing. And I think it, and, and Pete built the world up so well that, uh, uh, that it just, uh, it, it feels like a much longer piece. Can yeah, I, I, the art is beautiful. I really love mm-hmm. the blacks and uh, yeah, the, it just, it has kind of more of a, I don't know. It, 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 it's a really sophisticated story visually. I think the mm-hmm. it, and I would agree that it, it doesn't feel like a 56 page story, but it, I'm glad that you didn't pad it out with anything because I think it's really tight the way that it is, but it definitely feels really complete as a story. Yeah. The the pace is, is really, is really almost breakneck in a way, but I think that's because like every page delivers so much information, but it doesn't feel overwhelming at any point. Like at no point did I have to like flip back to pages and go, okay, what did they just do? Like everything felt, I mean, I, like almost like cinematically well connected as the story goes on. And I think that there's just like a, a very nice connectedness between each page that keeps you informed as you're reading it. It's it's 
it's a marvel i mean really to put this much story in so few pages because like you know you're saying tia like you could have probably padded this out to 120 pages or something to, to really slow the pace down a bit to to draw the story out but i think that would have been a negative like it would have wouldn't have made the story as as tight and rich i think yeah i mean it it, it you know it, it uh it's always it's always great when a plan comes together you know it was uh you know it's kind of you know so the 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 script that i gave uh pete didn't have any panel breakdowns right so oh uh, i really wanted pete uh you know as the artist and as a visual storyteller and you know what's 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 not well known about pete in comics is that his bread and butter is is doing storyboards uh so oh. he's a storyboard artist and so I I was like, okay, Pete, you you know we got forty eight pages, so make this work in forty eight pages. And so he basically he storyboarded, you know, he basically you know sketched out the whole thing. And then I looked at it, I looked at his thumbnails, and I was like, okay, I think this will work. And and then he drew the pages, and then uh, and then I took the script, and I sort of you know it was sort of a, a, a kind of hybrid Marvel style where, where I was backing the script into the panels mm-hmm. and, uh, and then we got to the end and I was like, shit, we need some more pages. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, so the last, like last, like four or five pages or, uh, you know, uh, came out of that. And so we, we, or it's six pages, I think it's 54 pages of story. I keep forgetting. I think it's 56 pages, completely 54 pages of story. Uh, and so, uh, and so, so, you know, because of that, I had, I had Ed do, do the, uh, the, the lettering, uh, because I really didn't have a script to give Julia. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, Ed and I, Ed did the lettering and then I did some passes on it and moved some stuff around, which is not, you know, I mean, you have a, you have a lettering draft and, uh, you know, but probably not as substantial as, as what I did with this, uh, editing wise. And then, uh, and then I gave it to Julia. And then of course, Julia's like, Julia's like, like, can you send me the script so I can see what time of day this is supposed to be? And I'm like, ah, you know, don't really have that here. Let me just, <laughs> you know, so I opened up the PDF. And it was like day, night, morning, you know, like really yeah. big, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure I drove her crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, it it looks great from what we what we've seen. I mean, everything that's that's in the in the PDF. So, uh, I think she she's knocked it out of the park for sure. Oh, her coloring is amazing, you know. And she, yeah. really, you know, uh, Pete. The thing that I was concerned a little bit, I talked to Julie about, is like, you know, Pete had put the fire in the in the uh, in the story, but like black and white, it doesn't it. it it, it's not as apparent as what Julia did. Julia really brought the, the encroaching fire. It, yeah. It, you know, brought it out as a character. Uh, and it's, it's super subtle and I, I like it. There's, there's a lot of like weird color changes, you know, and I, 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 I sent her the uh, PDF of uh, I did a bunch of uh, photo montages with, uh, with the photos I took and I found some places that look like the places that I thought, and I did my bad Photoshop on it, and and I'm offering that as a PDF, also as part of the Kickstarter. So you can get my oh, cool. bad, you can get my bad Photoshop work. <laughs> you can Great. get my bad writing. You can get my bad Photoshop work. <laughs> Everyone else's work is genius. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
I don't know if anyone else out there is a Sisters of Mercy fan and picked up Left on Mission. Is there a Sisters of Mercy playlist or anything that goes along with this one? Or have you moved on to another goth band as your inspiration? Well, that said, uh, yeah, so so, uh, the Sisters of Mercy, they did uh, in 85, their first full-length album was First, Last, and Always. And and the second album was Left on Mission and Revenge, which never came out. So I stole that title, which you can't really copyright or, you know, title. So, uh, so that was fine. <laughs> uh, it's just three words strung together. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I, you know, I don't know if you remember, T. I I don't know, you know, when you, one of the three people that read Left on Mission, uh, but uh uh the main female characters names emma and sisters mercy uh covered uh hot chocolates emma which is which is fairly fairly big easter egg with the story in any case Hmm. in any case uh uh with uh with blacking out i i was actually uh i actually listened to interpol's album antic on uh on a loop i'd start with like track uh track five or six uh and just I, and just like i i really find like interpol's music uh pretty hypnotic mm-hmm. uh and uh and it and it, it's also sort of noirish so uh so i uh yeah i'd start in the middle of antic and just keep it on a loop when i was writing blacking out a lot but then you know as it you know as it uh as Pete grounded the uh, grounded the uh, uh, visuals more in like the sort of classic seventies grindhouse noir, mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, the the playlist uh, I had uh, play I created a playlist that's uh, that if you find me on Spotify you can find, and it's mm-hmm. and it's a bunch of like sort of out of time songs from the seventies that that uh, that. Uh, uh, I, I think feel fresh or weird for the time, not what you'd expect. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. Maybe we could link to it in the show notes. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it uh, after after we record, and I'll I'll put make sure that it's in the show notes for folks who are going to definitely go out there and back the Kickstarter, and then they can listen to this as they you know review or read through it when it comes out. Yeah, they really need to back the Kickstarter. Gosh darn it. <laughs> um well actually that kind of brings me to another thing i was going to ask you about um you've got this this like murderer's row of creators that worked alongside like beyond just the comic to do these extra like interpretations of scenes yeah um how did that come about maybe not you don't have to give us detailed stories about each person but um how did they go about like maybe picking scenes and stuff that they wanted to to give these little letter cards i i just let them do what they wanted to do you know, uh, oh, that's very uh, cool. We reached out, you know, uh, uh, half the people that did are, are like some of Pete's close friends in comics and, and some of them are people I know and, or, you know, or I don't know and wanted to work with, uh, but just sent them the PDF. I think one person like, like did sent a rough in that was basically the big reveal in the, in the story. And we're like, no, <laughs> no, no, we can't do that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then, uh, uh, yeah, so we just got, yeah, we just got Eduardo Riso did a great, uh, great lobby card and, 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 uh, it was funny cause, uh, 
because uh, that's how I got in contact with Azarello because people, you know, uh, he saw the Riso piece and and then so I I sent Azarello the book and and we got the we got the uh, blurb uh, from from uh, from him and that that's that's fantastic and and Dan Panosian and uh, obviously I had to reach out to Francesco Francavilla. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll probably get more people, more people will, will have left on mission in their hands than at any time in history, since we're giving away as a PDF as one of the rewards. Uh, Emma Rios, who was a, a, a talent that, um, that I, uh, we, we worked with at boom very early on in her career. Uh, and she did an amazing piece. Mirka and Dolfo did uh, something incredible piece mm-hmm. of Conrad and Anita in bed. And then uh, Ryan Kelly did a fun thing uh, of uh, of uh, Conrad and his ex partner at the police on the force getting in a fight. And then Elise McCall did a did a, a, did a, a, we implied a sex scene in the shower? She made it explicit, uh, which I thought was fun. <laughs> Uh, Patrick Reynolds did a great, uh, great piece of Conrad in the, in his, uh, car. And then Jacob Phillips, who, uh, we went out to initially to do, uh, to, to do a, uh, a, a lobby card. And then Julia was, has, has been on a tight deadline on something. And so, uh, so we've really leaned on Jacob to color a bunch of the cards that, uh, they didn't have colors before. So we colored yeah. a lot of the cards and then, uh. And then Pete did. Uh, Pete has done a couple of cards. One that he colored himself, and one that uh, Jacob Phillips uh, colored. And those are those are really great. So yeah. So so pretty much all. There's one card that Pete did that you only get with like the two hundred dollar tier. Sure. Uh, but I, you know, I I tried to set it up because I didn't want to really go down the rabbit hole on like an aggressive like stretch goal strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I really just wanted to like, here's the book. It's 50 bucks. You get, you get these lobby cards and, you know, and it's a, and it's, it's a super solid value. And so, and who knows, I, you know, I can't imagine that, that a publisher will ever pick up this book and, and, and put it out. Uh, a mainstream publisher would put it out in exactly this format. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, I mean, this, this will probably, be uh you know super limited gotcha yeah i was i was curious to know i mean folks may want to get this in their comic shop but i guess it's you got to get on the kickstarter folks that's what you got to do all you ircb listeners out there check it out well i mean obviously show in or link in the show notes um but uh yeah that's it's i mean it looks like it's going to be a beautiful book i'm really excited to see it in that in that hardcover format like just the the pictures that you've got i mean we've already kind of talked about it but it, it is a it's a monster um and it's it's going to be really cool to see that like the full pages just like blown up on these huge pages um in in your actual hands it's going to be really cool yeah yeah i'm i'm super excited to get i have the i have the wet proof which is what they call the printed proof from the actual printer on the actual paper stock and i have a uh uh the case cover uh with the cover like printed on and you know because i just wanted to make sure that everything was lining up and most people most a lot of people don't even do printed proofs anymore and so i was really you know someone's like why do you want to pay hundreds of dollars for printed proofs i'm like because i want to see it (laughs) right 
you want to have the deluxe rare copy that has like the weird misprint that no one will ever have that mm-hmm. when you really truly need to retire at you know 105 you can sell on ebay for a couple thousand dollars right yep yep <laughs> well i guess um I don't know, T, if you had any other big questions about the book, but I was kind of curious, like, what have you been reading recently, Chip? I know you're big into comics. You're, you're reading comics all the time, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if yeah. not, that's okay. I don't mean to put you directly on the spot here. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm reading a lot of I'm reading a lot of stuff that uh, that uh, uh, isn't uh, isn't top a, secret. Yeah, it's mostly <laughs> most of the stuff I'm reading is like proposals and pitches and stuff for my day i see i see so uh so those are the things i read mostly and then uh and then you know i think the last comic i was like super excited about was youth by kurt Pierce, which you can only get on comiXology uh as part of this as part of this crazy comiXology originals program that (laughs) that i may have little to nothing to do uh with i mean i also am not exactly uh in uninterested recommender but i really loved youth it, i thought it was so good oh my god it's so yeah. good so good and then and then lost on planet earth uh mags with Saggio and claudia guerra's knocking out of the park and, yes definitely uh, it's like if you like star trek you'll love it yep awesome well, I guess be beyond that, then were there any specific books that you like were pulling from as inspiration for for blacking out? Or was there anything that was like, yeah, I really like that you know this other book did this similar thing, or um, maybe you pulled an idea? I don't know if, if criminal because you you know you had that on the Kickstarter that was like a big inspiration or something. Um, yeah, but there's no, I, other. I like I I you know I'm a huge Ed Brubaker fan. Yeah. Um, and and I've known Ed for way too long, uh, and uh. Uh, back when he was, I think he was self-publishing stuff back in the '90s. Uh, but most most of the inspiration is comes from uh, uh, my love of hard-boiled fiction, mm-hmm. uh, crime fiction. So uh, uh, James Elroy, Charles Williford, uh, uh, Gary Phillips, uh, uh, Jim Thompson. Uh, there's probably uh, there's probably more Jim Thompson in this than anything. Uh, but yeah, gotcha. like I I. I you know, I I love that stuff. Love crime fant- fiction. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, Tia, was there anything else you wanted to dig into? Otherwise, we can probably wrap up here real quick. We've had, you know, we've been bending chips here for a bit too long, I think. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I'll just I'll just reiterate that you know, I feel like I read the book a while ago, a couple of years ago, and that I didn't hear anything about it for a while and then there was a there was a secret kickstarter link and I was so excited that it was actually <laughs> happening because I really genuinely loved this book it's so beautiful it's a great story and I'm just super thrilled that it's going to be out in the world in all of its luxurious glory I I can't wait to luxuriate in it I and we're like we're <laughs> we're uh let's see we're a couple of hundred uh couple hundred bucks away from uh from confirming gilded pages yay that's exciting come on come on guys irsv listeners get in there get us those gilded pages please please yeah so oh gosh uh so two 142 dollars away you can do it (laughs) yeah so uh yeah it's it's exciting 10 days left uh 
we've crushed our, uh, our, our goals. And so, uh, so it'll be interesting to see where we end up. Yeah, that's it's very very exciting. Are you, I imagine there's got to be a photo once you get all of the you know you get the pallet of books. You've got to lay down on it like Breaking Bad style, where they lay down on the on the pile of money. You've got to lay down on the pile of, of books <laughs> inside the box and just get an above shot so that you can say, "Look at all of this this beautiful wonder that I've created," or something like that. I don't know. I'm yeah. just pushing ideas on, on at this point now. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I can dive into the books like Scrooge's money bin or something. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, well, cool. I guess, Chip, uh, outside of the Kickstarter, where can people find you on the internet? You know, I'm on Twitter, like Chip Mosier. You know, I'm on Instagram under Chip Mosier. So, you know, you know, people can find me there and 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 uh, and see that I post very rarely when I'm not having a concern. <laughs> well, that's okay. I mean, it, every once in a while, there is some interesting stuff. I can say that with, with definite certainty, folks. Um, but as for the rest of us, you can follow Tia at Portrait of Madam X on Twitter. You can follow me uh, at Mike Rappin, and you can follow the show at IRCB Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. This show and our many subscriber-only episodes are powered by fans like you on Patreon. You can join at patreon.com slash ircb podcast and if you haven't already please rate and review our show i don't know i'm not your mom but five stars would be great i'm not telling you what to do but five stars please and um on apple Podcasts, spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts check us out you can join us on discord at ircbpodcast.com slash discord and make sure to tell a friend or two about the show and make sure you go back to that kickstarter folks infinity shred is the best band in the universe they do all of our music i want to say thank you to xander for being the great greatest editor in the world and thank you to tia and especially thank you to chip for being on the show this week it's been amazing man this is a really good time i'm glad we got to sit down and talk about this me too me too it was fun thank you all for having me i i'll come back i'll come back anytime and bore you with with any stories about comics hey you know what that would be a lot of fun i think i think we could get some other people on and i'm sure that there would be a million questions in one about various things in the industry that maybe you only you have the answer to um so we'll have to have you come back sometime in the future sounds good cool well until next time be healthy stay safe out there comics are good and so are you 